Good morning to all you beautiful people and welcome back to episode three on Battle for Wellness. I'm your host, Sarah Joy, and I am coming to you solo today because I wanted to quickly touch on the current event that's happening with Fair Oaks Farms animal abuse. So this topic gets really dark and gloom very quick. And I'm sure the majority of you have seen these very sad and disturbing animal abuse videos that were dropped on us the past couple of weeks. Um, We watched it here in our home. Um, Two of our four kids melted down and were sobbing. Um, We didn't really want them to see it. They just kind of came in over our shoulders and started seeing the the abuse on the the baby cows, the calves, and um, it it was a done deal at that point. So we don't purposely expose our children to this. But you know what? It was not completely terrible because we were able to speak to them um, about animal abuse and about... um, shopping smart and researching the companies that you purchase from. So anyways, let's dive into this. Um, I love the fact that there has been two lawsuits filed now against um, Fair Life and Fair Oaks Farms. If you don't understand, they are two different companies. Fair Life is the company that was selling the milk in the packaging and Fair Oaks Farms is the farm that is raising and milking the cows and sending it to fair um, life to bottle. So the lawsuit, the first lawsuit uh, was filed Tuesday in a Chicago federal court by a California man who was a consumer of fair life milk and he is seeking a class action status. Class action is big time. I don't know if you're familiar with that. A lot of you probably are. Um, Class action is uh, what that means is that multiple people can enroll. So this is probably going to become ginormous Um, because, yeah, if you saw that video and you've ever um, purchased Fairlife, you're probably going to want to sue those efforts. And so in the lawsuit, it names the Fair Life owners, Mike and Sue McCloskey, McCloskey, sorry, Irish name, um, who are the owners of the Fair Oaks Farm located in Northwest Indiana, where the alleged abuse took place. And in his suit, um, Alan Michael, who lives in Thousand Oaks, California, alleges that he paid a premium for Fairlife Milk because of the promise listed on the label with the signatures of the McCloskeys stating that it's supplying farmers provide extraordinary animal care and extraordinary care and comfort to their cows, which we all know is total BS. But Fairlife and its founders, um, he's, so the lawsuit continues, but Fairlife and its founders promise is a sham clearly and the lawsuit also um alleges the the footage released last week by animal recovery mission um and they just go into state some of the horrible things that happened in the video like how the cows were tortured kicked stomped body slammed 
stabbed with a steel rebar, thrown off the sides of trucks, dragged through the dirt by their ears, and left to die in over 100 degree heat. So sad. Um, the suit claims Fairlife and the McCloskeys engaged in fraud and unjust enrichment and violated numerous state consumer protection laws. And as I said before, it's seeking to include anyone who's ever purchased Fairlife fair milk within the nation. Now, a second lawsuit has also been filed by Andrew Schwartz and Alice Vita, Vita Elo. Oh my gosh, these names, sorry. Um, and they are also making similar allegations. Um, Fair Oaks Farms and the McCloskeys did not immediately respond to the request for comment about the lawsuit or the newly released video. Um, but last week, Mike McCloskey did release a YouTube statement and um, it's had uh, about 280,000 views. So not a lot of people have seen this. Okay, I know, considering 7.8 million people saw the second video released, that's why I say not a lot of people have seen this. So this is a six minute video and I've already listened to it a couple of times and um, the tone of this video is um, like this guy is clearly freaking out. Um, you can tell by his body language, he is like stressing, stressing the consequences. So I want to play this for you so you can um, listen to it. I'll probably play like half of it. Okay, so like three minutes. Here we go. Hello, my name is Mike McCloskey, owner and founder of Fair Oaks Farms. Yesterday, Animal Recovery Mission released a video that contains footage of Fair Oaks Farms. Watching this video broke my heart and created a sadness that I'll have to endure the rest of my life. I am sorry and I apologize for the footage in this video. So, with the heavy heart and great disappointment that I feel in the breakdown of our systems, I would like to update you on how we're approaching to correct all these actions. We thought that our program would drive our animal care values to every one of our employees. Okay, so I'm gonna pause it really fast. What this guy is about to list of all of the precautions that he's going to put into place now, you know, hopefully he really does, um, is like, so over the top, which is fine. We're talking about live animals here, but you can tell he's like, holy crap, I'm getting sued. I got to do everything and anything I can to protect myself right now. So here we go. You see at Fair Oaks, every employee goes through an animal welfare training before they start their job and then participate in a continuous education training throughout the year. On top of that, they sign a document with us that clearly states that if they see anyone committing any animal cruelty, that they will report it immediately to their supervisor. In the case of these four employees in these videos, all four went through the training, they had gone through continuous education, and they had signed the document that they would report. Matter of fact, three of them had been reported by their co-workers for animal cruelty, and all three were terminated three months ago before we even knew that there was any undercover 
video employee at Fair Oaks Farms. That's good. Unfortunately, the fourth one was not reported as doing animal cruelty, and we had no idea about it until we watched the video yesterday, and we terminated him yesterday afternoon. It is imperative that I put in measures where I can guarantee myself and all of the public that this will never happen again. So what am I focusing on immediately? Here we go. I am focusing on putting cameras anywhere on the property where we have any animal and personnel interaction. You would ask yourself, why didn't I do that initially? Mm -hmm. Years ago when we set up our animal welfare program, this was a big topic of discussion. And I made the decision that as we were training our people and our values and training them about animal welfare, that I wanted to build the trust, that we trusted them to do this, that we could drive our values and have them carry those values out for us. And I felt that if we use cameras, we demonstrated a lack of trust in our people. That hmm. was a terrible judgment on my part. Uh, obviously. <laughs> the way that I have to look at this is as hard as we try, you can always end up with bad people within your organization. And this is what happened to us. So it is imperative that we make sure that every part of this farm can be observed from one focal center with an individual who is trained to be watching every screen of all these cameras and making sure 24 hours a day that our animals are never suffering any animal abuse. To the point that I'm dedicating a section at the Dairy Adventure Center to create an exhibit this is on animal welfare, where I will have in that exhibit all the training, all the practices, but also I will have the screens that are showing the videos from these cameras with a trained individual within that exhibit, but also where it's open to the public. So the public that visit, visits us can go into the adventure center. So this dude's so desperate at this point that he's like, all right, you guys, I'm gonna make my farm so transparent that, you know, in their little like adventure farm that the public is able to go visit, He's like, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put screens in this room that have cameras on every part of my farm, and all the people that are visiting can watch my screens and see my farms. That there's no more abuse going on, and it's like, okay, dude. Like, anyways, moving forward. So he, you know, clearly I feel bad for him because he claims that he doesn't know. He didn't know. He tr he wanted to be an honest, trusting man. And think that his employees were doing right by the animals. And you can tell he's just like, dang it. What did I do? Well, maybe try drug testing your employees, bro. Like, you know, pop drug test. Because I don't know if you guys saw in that video, but those guys were getting high all over their property. And that was a part of the undercover footage. Was these dudes that were abusing the animals were clearly on drugs. Okay, so moving forward... 
there has been some hard and swift consequences right on. The Newtons County Sheriff Office on Monday announced charges against three workers in the video. Um, a dude named Edgar, and he's been arrested and thrown in jail. Um, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement has placed a hold on the uh, on the other two men because they are missing. Um, wait, that kind of didn't make sense. So one dude was arrested and two guys took off and they're looking for him. Um, but they'll find him. You know they're going to find him. Okay, so the uh, Newton County prosecutor against the one guy that they did catch has said that they have filed a misdemeanor and felony charges for beating of a vertebrae anim animal, and the felony carries a sentence of six months to two and a half years behind bars and up to a $10,000 fine. And um, so the other guys are probably going to get that as well. Um, the founder of Animal Recovery Mission, Richard Kuto, said that charging low-level workers falls short and that authorities should prosecute the owners of the farm. Okay, think about that. So this guy we just listened to, they want him arrested. They want him in jail. I mean... I don't know if that's a little much. If the guy didn't know what was going on, that would be unfair. But the fact that he's got two huge nationwide lawsuits around him and he's going to get brought down from the money he's going to have to pay out. I mean, I think that's going to be punishment enough. Like he's going to lose literally everything, probably be homeless. So, you know, punishment is, uh, is coming down on everyone. Um, so... <clears throat> I definitely got to give props to Richard Kuto and his company, Animal Recovery Mission. I'm very grateful for his team sending this shockwave out through our nation on such a crucial situation. And I truly believe in karma and that these abusive people and the farms will all get what they deserve for the horrific abuse towards these sweet, innocent baby cows. And this leads me into another topic that goes along with this. But as a nutritionist, as a health and wellness specialist, this is a huge, needs to be a huge wake-up call to everyone when it comes to um, researching the laws and the guidelines that your state requires of their farms. This is really important for you to do this and to know these laws so that you can purchase and support only organic dairy farms. This is the main way that we can avoid accidentally supporting, supporting a crummy, abusive, abusive farm such as Fair Oaks. Now, I looked up uh, the USDA's guidelines uh, for a farm to be able to put that stamp on their packaging. And it was very comforting to see how strict and humane a farm needs to be and how uh, well they have to take care of their livestock. Um, 
for example, so I printed out a seven page document from the USDA organic guidelines. Um, so livestock and healthcare practices, section code 205.238. Animal health is the result of preventative and ongoing management efforts to create living soils, provide nourishing forage and feeds and improve the quality of livestock um, animals must be in healthy, low-stress environments. Producers must use preventative healthcare practices and may only use approved treatments. So the guidelines are, are accepted for livestock healthcare practices on an organic farm is um, when selecting species and types of livestock suitable to the conditions on their farm and resistant to prevalent diseases and parasites. They have to provide feed sufficient to meet the needs of the animals, including vitamins, minerals, protein, and or amino acids, fatty acids, energy sources, and fiber. They have to establish appropriate housing, pasture, and sanitation to reduce disease and parasites. They have to provide the animals with the opportunity for exercise, freedom of movement, and reduction of stress. Performing physical alterations when needed for the animal's welfare, taking care to minimize pain and stress, and administering vaccines and other veterinary biologics. When preventative measures are insufficient to prevent sickness, producers may consult with the certifier for allowed medications. Um, so uh, organic farms are required to keep records and prove everything they do. And they also have to come up with a specific pasture plan of how they are gonna provide their animals with um, a natural environment and um, their food has to be 100% of feed grains and forage, including pastures managed by organic production practices, and if applicable, organically handled. Feed additives and supplements consistent with the national list, minerals and vitamins that are FDA approved or currently listed in AAFCO will be considered for approval by your organic certifier. They are not allowed to give their cows animal drugs, including hormones to promote growth, plastic pellets for, pellets for roughage, urea or manure added to any of their feed in their formulas. You guys, did you hear that? You're not allowed to feed the organic cow's poop, okay? Meaning the conventional farms do that, and then you eat that cow, okay? That's foul. Um... I really, really appreciated the livestock conditions considering all of the cows in this video were caged and abused. Now listen to the difference between the guidelines of an organic farm. Livestock housing must provide adequate ventilation, adequate supply of clean water, and proper sanitation. Housing must provide access to the outdoors, shade, shelter, exercise areas, fresh air, and direct sunlight year-round. Living conditions must accommodate the health and natural behavior of animals. Continuous total confinement of any remnant animal over six months of age is prohibited. Okay, that right there should be enough proof for the next time that you go to the store and you're buying milk, you're buying cheese, you're buying butter, you're buying ground beef, anything that has to do with a cow. You should want to purchase only organic products because they have 
strict standards. If you do not purchase organic products, then who knows what you're ingesting? Because clearly, from what we saw on those videos, there's not a lot of rules and regulations. And these animals not only are mistreated, but they're pumped full of antibiotics, hormones, fed manure, and not slaughtered humanely. It's, there's just a stark contrast between a conventional farm and an organic, and a organic farm. So I'm going to wrap it up at this time. Thank you so much for listening to my episode. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram at battle4wellness. Or you can look me up specifically at Sarah Joy's Nutrition. I hope to talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.